This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned... G'day, Dr Carl here. I remember the very first time I got winded. I was about nine years old and I was running. Suddenly, with absolutely no warning whatsoever, my dog ran in front of me and tripped me over. I fell forward, flat onto the long grass. Luckily, I didn't break any bones or even get any bruises, but as I lay face downward on the soft grass, I suddenly realised that I could not breathe. Now, for a few seconds, I was mostly confused and bewildered. I'd been running quickly, and so I needed to breathe, but for some reason, I physically couldn't. And then my intellectual analysis was almost immediately replaced by pure panic. I really, really needed to breathe, but I couldn't. Was I going to die really soon? Suddenly, after what seemed an eternity, but almost certainly was just 5 or 10 or 20 seconds, I was able to take a strangled breath. I lay there, gasping quickly on the ground, and after a minute or so, I was able to roll over onto my back and a little bit later to actually sit up. Gradually, my breathing slowed down and returned to normal. So what had happened? Well, the sports people call it being winded. And to get your head around what's going on, we need to start with a little bit of anatomy. In the trunk of your body, there are two major cavities. The upper cavity is called the thoracic or chest cavity, and it's surrounded by your rib cage. It's mostly filled by your lungs. The other cavity is called the abdominal cavity, and it starts below your lungs. It runs from the bottom of your ribs down to the tops of your legs, and it's chock full of goodies like 10 metres of your gut and organs such as the liver, spleen and pancreas. Now, between these two cavities is a strangely shaped muscle called the diaphragm. Most of the muscles in your body are shaped like long cords or strings. But the diaphragm is shaped like a thin sheet. And it's curved, a bit like a dome. The diaphragm runs from inside the bottom of your ribcage at the front of your chest to the bottom of your ribs at the back. And your diaphragm is a total slave to your spinal cord. When your spinal cord sends the right kind of electrical signal to your diaphragm muscle, well, it contracts. The diaphragm changes shape from curved like a dome to being more flat. And because the lungs are directly above the diaphragm, well, the lungs get pulled downward. And this means that they get bigger. This creates a lower pressure, a kind of partial vacuum inside your lungs. And so air then rushes into your lungs, and behold, you have just taken a breath. Soon, the electrical signal from your spinal cord switches off, and the diaphragm relaxes. It goes back into its natural resting, curved-like-a-dome shape. The lungs shrink, and some of the air inside your lungs is pushed out. And then your spinal cord sends another electrical signal to your diaphragm, and you're often breathing again. This cycle repeats around 15 times each minute. And during that time, you move a total of five litres of air into and then out of your lungs, thanks to the rhythm of your diaphragm contracting and relaxing. So that's what should happen. But what's going on when you get winded? 
Well, it all starts when you get some kind of blow to the chest or the abdomen, or in my case, falling flat onto the grass. This generates a sudden pulse of high pressure inside your chest cavity and or your abdominal cavity. Somehow, this spike of high pressure sends your diaphragm muscle into a spasm, a kind of temporary paralysis. It's a bit like getting a cramp in a leg muscle. With a leg cramp, for a short but painful time, you can't straighten or bend your leg. It's kind of frozen in place. In the same way, when you get a spasm in your diaphragm, which is a muscle, you can't contract it or relax it. It's kind of frozen in place. So you can't breathe in or out for a few seconds. But after a while, just like a leg cramp, the spasm goes away. Now, we're not exactly sure what happens between the sudden pulse of high pressure and the following spasm in the diaphragm. Maybe the high pressure is focused somewhere onto a sensitive part of the diaphragm and that causes the spasm, maybe? Or maybe the high pressure acts on some nerves inside the abdomen, the solar plexus, and this somehow causes the spasm, maybe? At this stage, we're just simply not entirely sure. But if you do get winded, you might get some relief from sitting up and leaning forward and then trying to gently force your belly out and in and so on. And don't worry if you don't remember to do this. Your diaphragm will be back and pumping in no time at all. In the meantime, don't try and meditate. It's probably the only time in your life that the mindfulness mantra of focus on your breath will not help. What does it mean? Why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.